going on down there. Howdy. This panel was not recorded super well on my part, and without the visuals of the web stream video recording, it doesn't make sense half the time. So, I'm going to go through and just trim out all the bits that seem nonsensical and leave in the bits that I feel like are still kind of funny or interesting. Anyway, this is kind of like a sliced up version of the Sunday Podcast Roundtable. If you want to see the full thing, then there's a stream recording on my YouTube channel, or by the time you're listening to this in the future, maybe there's even the basically stream recording, but with better audio up on my YouTube channel. Without further ado, let's get this party started. Or as I'm about to say... Okay, party people. We're now getting ready to start! I said start the party, I spread it out a bit. It seemed like it'd be a cool young person thing to do. It sounded like party. As a cool young person, I disagree. <laughs> I have to go back to my advisors and fire them. <laughs> uh, so this is TFCon 2019 1.3. Uh, this happens between TFCon 2019 1 and T- the newly announced TFCon 2019 2. Uh, so thank you all for coming out to this. Uh, I call this a lot of things. I call this you were just sitting there because the panel ended and you didn't know something was going to happen. Uh, you don't want to leave. Um, our flights are late tomorrow. Our flights are late tomorrow. Uh, boy, howdy, am I still thinking about that dealer room thing. Even though dealer room's closed, maybe, just maybe, I'll cash them on the way out with their pallet and go like, hey, I'll buy that off you for 20 bucks instead of 80. <laughs> Can I follow you? No. You may not follow me. Well, you can. You can watch. Uh, this is officially called the uh, Sunday Podcaster Roundtable because it's basically a bunch of Transformers podcasters sitting not around a table. We're actually in a line. It's like my little quiet myth of this entire convention is that we can't be the tables very easily because when I, this one falls off the podium when I try. <laughs> so uh, we're all going to have to lean over a little bit. Yes, we can all see. Hi! Or actually, you know what we could do? I just realized we can move this. This table can stay here. We can V the chairs a little. Well, like, budge back just a bit, budge back a bit, budge back a bit more. Yeah! Now we can see each other! All right. So we're going to go down the line of who's here. Who knows? Maybe other podcast folks will just show up. Uh, maybe I did, like, start pestering people going, like, no, really, you can come to the thing! You can be late. It's fine. I'm desperate. <laughs> First up, Yoshi. I pestered him and said, please, you can come to the thing. You can be, please, you're on time. What's up, Yoshi? Hey, I'm Yoshi from the Transmissions Podcast. Um, I hail from Seattle. So I left Emerald City Comic Con to come here, and now I'm here. Welcome. Thank you. Actually, you got here days ago, but welcome. Yeah. <laughs> you're probably about to leave. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Welcome. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye. <laughs> Next over. Hey, I'm Josh from the Figure Nights Theater podcast. I hail from Lake Ridge, Virginia, so I'm right around the corner from TFCon DC and very happy. I'm Aaron, also from WTF at TFW, um, Indianapolis area is where I'm from, so I'm right in the middle of everything and wondering why it wasn't Chicago, Colin. <laughs> What? Is this Colin from Canadian Slag Podcast? Never heard yeah. of it. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a thing? <laughs> uh, 
Please continue. I'm doing upkeep. I'm underscore Zeus from the Steel City Bots podcast. I'd rather not say the exact city I live in, but I am from L.A. area. My name is Seth. I'm also from WTF and TFW. Uh, from Northern California, and I'm an alcoholic. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> <I> Seth. <laughs> Hey, hey, Chris. What are you doing? I'm tweeting. What do you think oh, I'm doing? Okay. <laughs> Twitter's very important. It's yeah, not like there's a bunch of people in the room. Uh, hi, I didn't mention before I'm Chris, evangelist for WTF and TFW, uh, 34M Canada. Uh, that's called ASL. Are you all, did anyone, does anyone remember ASL? Yeah. No? Okay, yeah, you. Yeah, all right, that's all that matters. Uh, so, we're going to start off by uh, reminiscing a bit on the show. Before we do, we're going to ask our secret other podcast member, the collective known as you, <gasps> whether or not you had a good time at TFCon. Yeah! That always goes better on Sunday, because on Friday, everyone's a clever uh, Gus that doesn't alliterate, and they're all like, we're like how's TFCon looking at you? And they're like, eh... Because <laughs> everyone's a comedian. Although it is pretty funny. I love it. hearing a collective eh from up here, like from three different mouths. It's kind of like Matt. Can you give me one? Eh. <laughs> All right, I'll ask. I believe the real TFCon are the friends we've made along the way. I'm not disagreeing. We are all TFCon. <laughs> so we're going to start off by talking about uh, a moment of the show that made the show real special for us. Doug Tacos. <laughs> and as a rule... We won't talk about duck tacos right away. That's a separate topic. <laughs> so outside of duck tacos, a moment that made TFCon uh, LA special for us. So uh, I'll start by going last and uh, pass over to Yoshi. Yeah, for me, it has to be all the G1 voice actors and writers here um, getting the chance to shake all of their hands, introducing myself, having a quick chat as they signed whatever yeah, that was that was the highlight and also the most consuming aspect of my con this year uh, so yeah I'm, I'm glad that we had the opportunity to do that that was pretty amazing I think for me it was quite surprisingly the panel with uh, Margaret Scott Sarah Peter Duche and May Cat. I was just very surprised by how that panel turned out, I found it very fascinating and a lot of fun. Uh, the surprise for me was getting to see guys like uh, Eric Siebenhaler and Derek White again. Um, it's been a while since we've seen some of those guys at a show or even around and getting to, to, to see how those guys are just doing with life again. Um, it's kind of been a drop-off and having it here, thankfully, and it's like a five-minute drive for a couple of them makes it really easy to go, How's life, friend? <laughs> Uh, one of the people I was hanging out with, as it turned out, was kind of friends with the voice actor for Daniel from the G1 movie, so I got to hang out with him for a bit today. That was pretty cool. Yeah, I like similar to Aaron, like seeing Derek again after all these years. Being the first convention I've been able to go to in about five years, I guess it was. Uh, just seeing folks that I only know via Twitter or evangelist on the podcast just talking over discord or whatever to be 
physically around other fans is, is cool. And meeting new people, like one of the great things I think with, with these kind of situations is it's so easy to strike up a conversation with somebody new because you have that base common interest you can fall back on if the conversation is a little awkward to start. You can just go, hey, what did you just buy? That's awesome. I love that too. And then roll from there, make a new friend. It's always cool. Yeah, social stuff is like, like it's had a bunch of tied ones, so I'm trying to think of one that he didn't say, but I don't want to downplay the social part. Uh, I talked to lots of folks I haven't talked to face-to-face very much before, and uh, I like doing that. That's part of the fun of these things. You make connections, uh, and when you talk to someone face-to-face, you actually remember to follow them on Twitter as opposed to, well, actually, I still forget to follow people on Twitter constantly, but that's besides the point. Uh, this is a little bit more shallow, but no one else said it. I, there's even more TCG going on this year than there was, there was in Chicago, and uh, and I got to play some more constructed. I got to see a wave. I got to see the, the nightmare of wave two Metroplex. God. That thing suddenly becomes terrifying when you got green pips. Let you just get the cards you want. That makes sense to like three of you, but it's all right. <laughs> uh, also, I looked for a headstrong in my spares box, and somehow I don't have one, and I'm really freaked out by that. Thank you for. Looking. I saw your sign. Does anyone have a TCG headstrong? Because he needs one or he'll die. It's true. It says so on the sign. <laughs> okay, well, we're all covered. Uh, but yeah, the TCG play was super fun. Once again, like getting to play, not, not just playing the game, but playing with people who aren't in my local scene. Uh, and seeing more mindsets, more deck types, more etc. Those was, was really fun, too. Um, and those were experiences, but what about, what about physical items? What about the stuff we bought? Let's talk about what we got this week. Oh, I branded this whole podcast roundtable. What's, what's, what's the transmissions for? There's a name for it, right? Trips to the store. Trips what was our if, you, if you listen to the podcast, you know. <laughs> I've recorded like three of them, but there's yeah. too many words in it. Listen. <laughs> what we got this week technically is more words than trips to the store, but it rolls off my tongue more because of all the whoop. <clears throat> Uh, so trips to the store. Uh, what we got this week uh, at this con? Um, start. I'll start off. I've been conning it off on everyone else. Uh, the main thing I got that I thought was really interesting that I've been hyped ever since Twitter is I actually went and got some of that soap. Yeah. <laughs> He's finally going to figure out what it's for. <laughs> so one thing I realized, two things I realized. One thing I realized uh, when I saw the soap thing is that um, I was like, oh yeah, soap, I know how that's made. And then in my brain, I just saw a little movie playing of how candles are made. And then I realized I have no idea how soap is made. You don't watch Fight Club? <laughs> no. You've never seen Fight Club? I saw Susan yeah. Cain. Jesus. <laughs> What's funny is that like the, the folks making this reference Fight Club, and I just was like, yeah. <laughs> Uh, and I was lying. But uh, that was realization number one. I, I figured out some of that afterwards. Although someone told me that there's urine in soap. Uh, and then they said, I'm joking, that's old soap. Um, <laughs> it falls on the ground. That, but also apparently old, some old-timey soaps were actually made using a distillation of uh, urine or pee. You want urea. Yes. Uh, number two, however, is that, uh, oh, what was it? Um, now I forgot. Yes, number two, I haven't used a bar soap very much in years because I use liquid soap because I live in the future. <laughs> uh, so I bought this and then I was like, I don't know what to do with it. <laughs> so I asked and they were like, well, you do that. But and on your whole body. Yeah. Okay. 
No, just that one spot. But if you use it, what? it's not going to be cool looking anymore, so you just have to keep it forever. So, so they explain how to make this look cool as long as possible. Don't do uh, If you use soap, but you want it to keep looking like it did when you bought it, granted it'll shrink. But uh, apparently let it dry, and not just let it dry, but put it on something where it's not just resting on a surface, but it's resting on, like, you know, a bunch of stuff so that it can drain off. For instance, on Yoshi's phone. Right. Um, <laughs> As you do. I feel, like, I feel like the conversation of basic hygiene should have happened on Friday. <laughs> I, I, w- I was trying so hard. We're mixing well, things up. if you were here. <laughs> Instead of yeah, if you were here. Other <laughs> FYI. Uh, so apparently if you did get the soap and you want it to look cool but you want to use it, um, you know, put it onto like some marbles or something in a dish soap thing. I didn't know any. I didn't know soap science. Uh, also, these had different scents, which I didn't know. So I got the grapefruit because... Love that citrus. That citrus gives me life. Uh, and yeah, I got, I got one or two other things, but this is my this is my little get. What? Oh, oh. Uh, Yoshi, what you what, what are you looking at? So, so that's my Discord. Can I? You can look. Okay. But anything you do is captured on your live screen. Can I type? <laughs> yeah. Okay. This is scary. So he's uh, just typing poop, 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 poop far that. <laughs> oh, more still life. I, I was <laughs> I was in a unique situation in Chicago when they announced TFCon LA. I already had my four day passes for Emerald City. Yeah. No, dude, totally. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Hygiene. Yeah. Where when they announced that uh, TFCon LA was happening, I already had my passes for Emerald City in Seattle. So this is happening at the same weekend, and uh, I actually, honestly, already had set up my commissions for for sketch covers because that's my big collection. There's there's about eight Transformers comic book artists in Seattle right now, just working like crazy. Um, so I had essentially four days worth of fun and art planned that I had to skim into one and a half because you can't miss this many G1 people here. You just can't. If you're a fan and you can get here, get here, which is what I did. So um, my budget my budget said uh, my budget was so much into uh, all the art in Seattle and all the signatures here that I've got signatures and I, I've got a comic from Casey Collar that is not Transformers themed at all. That's that's where my money went. Gay. <laughs> I spent like the entire convention hunting a very specific thing and found it in like the last five minutes before the dealer room closed. <laughs> and that thing was it headstrong? No. no. Okay. That thing was, was Cybertron Hotshot. It's my childhood. It makes me happy, and it makes everyone else feel old. (laughs) I remember when I was on the internet after high school looking at the reveal of Exilion from Galaxy Force thinking, oh, cool, they made Hotshot Blue. I feel very old, yeah. Yeah. Does it have its key? Or is it incomplete? Oh, okay. I just wanted to make sure. No, uh, my stupid thing I got story. I got a couple of Iron Factory deals, but the real story is this guy. That's uh, Six Gun. And uh, so Hasbro Pulse, when that went live, they had $10 deluxes, and I got in on that, finally. And it's been in processing for quite a you can You can touch it and hold it. It's okay. You don't have to <laughs> get up over top of me. It's kind of scary. Um, 
So I, I really dug Cog when he came out in Wave 1, and everybody that had both him and Cog were saying, like, no, Cog is now garbage. And I was like, no, <laughs> Cog couldn't be garbage because he's good. I can now say, Cog's garbage, and I'm waiting for my other one to come in so I can have a twelve. <laughs> I was very, very much looking to see that he had six guns. He does. The other two are on the back. <laughs> and he turns into a hand. <laughs> He has a hand mode. Which he has eight guns! Aaron is justified to own twos, because you, you can't just have, like, one big hand if you can have two big hands. I'm, no, no, he has ten guns! In fact, you should have three Missile pods. No, no, why is he called six gun? <laughs> Seth, why is your table just playing with toys during the podcast roundtable? Because it's a really fun table. <laughs> is that your what we got this week as well? I mean, I did get it, but that's not what I want to talk about, so... I mean, this is a fun story though So Saturday, I was walking around the dealer room With a friend who couldn't be here Because he had stuff to deal with at home now Um, So we were just walking around And we had walked over to the toy arena Booth, whatever it was Just to see if they had anything And they didn't So we ended up going to like this little The only way I can really describe it accurately Is like a back alley table like right behind there, and sitting in a Ziploc bag was a complete G2 Bruticus, $80. So I spent $80 on a G2 Bruticus. Woo! Yeah. Calm down. So sorry. <laughs> it's okay, Seth. Let's take take a moment for yourself. No, no, no. Um, so on the uh, the other podcast panel we did, uh, I talked about some stuff I had gotten at that point. Uh, after that, I grabbed um, MP twenty plus wheeljack, um, the the magic cube, uh, strong guy. Uh, IG-88 from Star Wars. Oh my god, off top, man. How? <laughs> oh my god, I really freak out. Then, uh, I'm going to uh, need you to turn it down. Just just a notch. Then I just kind of got hooked on all the little guys. Like, all, all the third-party little, like, legend-style guys. I just decided to go on a tour. So I got, like, one for as many things as I could not afford, but did anyway. So I got War Pocket Prime. And... Uh, uh, Iron Factory, Megatron, and the, uh, the actually the, he's not really that small. He's more of a um, masterpiece size, but the uh, Hellion, yeah, uh, Cliff Jumper, not Cliff Jumper. And how many people have already asked you for your detailed in hand opinions? Uh, just uh, this British guy. Uh. <laughs> he was been haranguing me about that Iron Factory Megatron for like two days. I'm like, I hadn't even bought it yet. He's like, that's all so it is. That's our token appearance from the Moonbase 2 podcast at uh, TFCon USA in Canada. Uh, shouts out to Andy. Keep messaging Seth. No shouts out to Mikey, though. Nope. No shouts out to Mikey. He didn't get that podcast edited in time. Can't do so it. So when I was walking around the bar talking about, <laughs> I beat up children. Uh, everyone's just looking at me like I'm a maniac. Because you the podcast. It's not out yet. It makes sense. E- even with do? context, that's not a great statement. No. It makes sense. I, yeah, sure. Uh-huh. You. Okay. I'm not the only one who beats up kids. What? No. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh. 
easy. You're the only one that brags about it. I am the only one that brags about it. Uh, Don't. It's bad. Don't beat up kids unless they're trying to start something. Do you realize? Defend yourself. Do you realize how close you are to commentating on current events? (laughs) Vaguely, I overheard a little bit while I was having my duck tacos. That's quite back out. Just back out. Okay, you gotta calm down. You're you're typing poop, poop, fart in your Discord, claiming that you're Daryl. We're having fun. I was going to say something. Now I'm all, I'm all askew and a kilter from all these accusations that I beat up children. <laughs> um, do check out that Moonbase based View podcast whenever it goes up. It was me and Mikey and, uh, and Genevieve uh, talking about IW Phase 3 stuff, or Phase 2 back-end stuff, Phase 3. It was fun. I think it's a patron-exclusive one, so wait until it's free, uh, and then check it, <laughs> check it out. Sorry, Mikey. I can't help myself. Well, it's been nigh on 20 minutes, and I actually haven't cut anything yet, but I, I can tell you, stuff's been cut, because uh, that opening 20 minutes was kind of our solid topic-listed, etc. bit, and now we're into the part where we started talking about giving things away, and moving around, throwing things to the audience, audience uh, talking back to us, I didn't get good recordings of them, so it's going to start hopping around a little bit here. But yeah, we got stuff we'd like to we'd like to give away. The problem is that like we don't have any kind of raffle uh, yeah. tickets. So there's going to be a fight. <laughs> yeah. Sweet! We do have an idea for some stuff, which doesn't involve a fight. Uh, if we incite violence, apparently it's an international incident because of me. Uh, <laughs> just start whipping them into the audience. Well, the paper bag maybe uh, if it gets to you, it's yours. Maybe I'm not sure. Yeah, we have little things in a paper bag. Um, care of uh, the it, David Sobolov table. David Sobolov donated a bunch of bumblebees. Alfie got a big giant blind bag thing of death and doom and then there was some of the stuff she wanted and then some of it that she didn't so she donated that um, we have a TCP. oh there's a special story behind that one behind this one yeah okay I was, so I was, I was going to say what it was and then you jumped right on top of this it this is a special story I have to you okay. this one here okay is, is this nothing but commons no what, what is uh, this it is commons uncommons and apparently one rare Ooh. right oh, okay shrug but it's just a big stack of character cards. So is, uh, th- is this going to be the thing that I aim for the back of the room with? <laughs> That's who put it in there if you want to just throw it back into my desk. <laughs> uh, we should probably dole those out in some yeah. kind of meaningful order. Uh, you, can, you can line you know there, There's probably enough here you could line up and each person get one. Yeah, I think everyone in the room is going to leave with some. Because we like you. Most of you. Y'all are the folks who actually came to the thing that's after the closing ceremonies, no questions asked, as though that's normal. So I want to thank you all for your good faith. The door will lock if any of you try to leave. <laughs> you're, all, you're all leaving with something, but it might be a canker source. So watch out. <laughs> I do really need a Transformers TCG Super Rare Windblade, and we're going to shake all of you down until I go, what? <laughs> well, he doesn't want to give me his, and I think he can take me, so I don't want to start that yet. <laughs> He's the, I don't know if I can take it. He's the one where I need him to go for the door, and I run up behind him with the brick of cards. Should we find out if you can take him? The only thing I would have going for me is uh, movement speed stuff. So. Yeah, he's got movement speed. I've just got like. But he has the crowd right now. <laughs> it's true, I could just say get him. No, don't. Oh, okay, we found our raffle tickets. Apparently. Uh, They're in Jeremy's closet. Jeremy Dennis has them, uh, lead of, of transmissions, who, you know, what? How Lee. many? Whoa. 
<laughs> I, I mean, tech lead. Okay. All right. All right. Not emotional lead. Thank you. But uh, you know, among the many th- <laughs> he's here. Among the many things Jeremy has done to us today um, is not provide a Zoom H6 that's connected to the sound system because I don't know how to do that. Uh, he has the raffle tickets. Um, he, he probably has the funny cheeses. No, um, those, those he can keep those. No, we need those again. No, no, we don't. No, I don't have any funny stuff for us. To, all I had was I was at Walmart near here, and I was I thought, hey, it'd be funny if I get nuts again, because that was the thing. Who was here for nuts in Chicago? Or would this have been fresh? This would have been fresh. Yeah. Now I'm double bummed. I forgot. Yeah. Uh, Could have told more people about your nut mouth. Yeah. <laughs> I. Uh, you see, when you eat a lot of nuts. Right, like a whole ton of nuts. You get a reaction from the camera, and like you get this kind of like mealy nut mouth. <laughs> and then, like I was talking about it off mic before the podcast roundtable last TFCon, and they were all giving me the face. Did you send it to yourself in the mail? I don't think so. <laughs> Go get yourself like mealy mutt mutt mouth. I whatever. Uh, anyway, I found a jar of nuts by a company called Superior Nut Company. <laughs> And I was going to be all like, who uh, would like some of my superior nuts? <laughs> you know what? I didn't even need the nuts here. It still works. Yeah. Um, but the story behind this is uh, this starter set was donated to us by uh, a kind of Mr. Greg up here. And And the secret bonus surprise nestled within its rear crevice is this pack of cards in the wrong wrapper because I threw out the original wrapper before I thought of this. It's a wave one pack of cards that I got for beating Aaron. Ah. It was the bounty that was on his head. Have you retired now? I, well, I opened it and everything in it was terrible. <laughs> so I'm donating it to this as well. <laughs> so here you get, you get a starter set, plus you get the Aaron bounty. The character's actually not terrible. It's just common, that's all. It's Flame War. Flame War's a great character. The rare is Agility of Bumblebee. It's not a very useful rare if you're not running a lot of Bumblebee. But that deck has a Bumblebee. That deck has a Bumblebee, so actually it's great. Everything in here is fantastic. Forget <laughs> the first part of that. Uh, so is there, for, for that one, I was going to say we should at least put terms on it that will go yeah. to somebody that could use it. Yeah, what I want to know is, because this game is old enough, right? It's three months. Yeah. Uh, it's ancient game. This is a very narrow criteria. Please be honest. Anyone here that would like to try this game out who hasn't already gotten into the cards that could use a starter set and would like some trash. We see three hands. Okay. Four, five. Five hands. Six Six hands. Stop making this difference. Okay. Aaron came up with a very uh, fascinating mathematical solution that involved uh, some tokens that we got, which is also in a bit that I cut out because I was holding up tokens and none of you here could actually see them. Uh, They were some really cool TFTCG uh, life counter damage token things. Everyone wanted to start throwing stuff uh, once that uh, raffle was dealt with for the TCG box set with Aaron's bounty in it. So let's head into some of the audio from that. Don't throw them at people, throw them to people. Chris, that's less fun. 
Yeah, I'm just gonna throw them blindly. <laughs> There's more of them than you. <laughs> if they think they're under attack, they're gonna react in kind. And I'll just watch. They're not animals, Chris. They're people. <laughs> yeah, that's worse. <laughs> it's okay. Oh, I'm small. I fit in tiny places. Good at hiding. Yeah, it's a swarm. And you know what? It's like raptors in Jurassic Park. I bet all these folks can open door handles and whatnot. No, but they're all bees, so it literally is a swarm. <laughs> Thanks for making sure everybody got it. There's more than your Chris got it. I don't understand. Chris, Chris doesn't need it. As Aaron began rummaging through a bag of more things to throw to the crowd, I don't think we actually threw anything to the crowd yet. They were just getting it all into a heap. I realized I wanted to share a story that Yoshi had told me, and he was sitting right next to me. He had a black light in his pocket, and I was excited to see what it would do. No, I was just getting this out of the package that I thought it was going to be a harder fight because it was very well packed. Well, let's. Uh, I, I'm trying to prepare to be ready. I figured this could be the end of the show to keep all the rubes in. I'm all the listeners here, all the people, all these nice people. Not rubes. Why would anybody say rubes about these rubes? Uh, Did y'all think that the catchphrase of this panel was going to be "Be careful, they'll turn on you"? <laughs> We're big into empowering the audience. Uh, if you look under your chairs, you'll find baseball bats, various implements. But if you don't empower them, and they sharks. won't turn on you. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, do, do we want to dump out the paper bag and just get to popping some stuff out? We can. Are there other topics to talk about other than keeping their attention? Well, actually, I would uh, really like to talk about one thing, I guess, before the chaos starts. Although it's a little, it's a little bit centered to this side of the table. Uh, it's going to be half us talking about it, and maybe if, if Yoshi wants to show it off later. Show. Oh, yeah, sure. I'd like, did you guys see the Yoshi's thing he got? Yeah. No. You did? Okay. I Yoshi, didn't. you gotta tell him. He got the coolest commission I have ever seen in my entire life. Oh, this thing. And I think y'all will find it real cool, too, <laughs> when we put him on the spot. Boy, it better be good after all that hype. Yeah. <laughs> very disappointing. That's what she said. It's good, and it's not very good. <laughs> Oh, it's a, it's a nice this is not the Holy Grail. Um, I did think of another topic after this that involves the Holy Grail, so we're all good. You want the long or the short? Uh, we'll, we have time. Yeah, okay. I love Dungeons and Dragons. The reason, the reason I love Dungeons and Dragons is because every game that exists, from chess to tiddlywinks, I lose. But as a DM, I don't have to suffer that. Yes. <laughs> so I am building a campaign for my current group where I have made this map. And when they find this map, they're going to learn it's a magical map. And through bullshittery and a black light, they're going to see all these hidden treasures throughout this entire map. Uh, this was some special ink I did to do this. And it took a lot of testing to find ink that really is invisible when you write it. You get, there's no trace of it. And then I thought the night before I went to Seattle, to Emerald City, like, this would make a cool sketch cover. So I asked Brian Shear to draw me Mirage. And I don't know. Right? Come up here. You can't wait. Come up here. Come up here. You can't wait. He, he will be around after we're done the panel while we're packing up if you want to get some close looks at what's about to happen. So, so for those of you who can't see it in the back, it's just a background. And then you need the special light to be able to see Mirage. Wow. <laughs> Go to town. <laughs> Sorry, can we get a couple more high-pitched noises out of here? <laughs> it is almost 
precisely how I sounded when he handed me the black light flashlight that realized what was about to happen. <laughs> like, he shows me this cover, and I'm like, because he told me about this a day before, he was like, you have to see it in person. Okay. Thank you for letting me play with that. You're welcome. He shows me this cover of a little, like, empty field. I'm like, well, that's kind of a long game for a simple joke about Mirage not being there. It's a Mirage cover. And he, like, puts this thing in my hand, and I'm like, what's this for? Am I supposed to go? You can see the hamster get on the wheel in his hand and start to run. I'm sitting there trying to think, how do I get polite about this? That's kind of a long... No! No! And I'm, like, screaming at the bar, like, it was morning. Now... The next obvious follow-up question is, how clean are our rooms here? <laughs> not only could I not find any evidence in our rooms, when I went back into my room for lunch, they were shampooing the hallway. <laughs> so our rooms are very clean, legitimately. Although I did imagine the idea of him walking in, checking in, and then just taking that out of his pocket, twirling around him, and just walking to the elevator while the floor manager is like, oh, no. <laughs> from one of those TV shows. <laughs> so, uh, a love of Dungeons and Dragons got me one of my most unique Transformers sketch covers. And uh, that's, that's, that's the world in a nutshell. Yeah, that is... Uh, I don't know how that's taught outside of him getting a sketch cover that turns into a robot. I don't even know what that means. Maybe? Pop-up. Pop-up, yes! You get like a cut pop-up thing where you're like, hey, it's a sketch cover of Mirage again. And I'm like, where's the invisible link? And there's nothing there. I'm like, what's happening? You pull on like the UPC code and Mirage goes like... <laughs> I wanted to quickly, to quickly ask, you don't have to be specific, but I'd asked a question on Friday, and I want to throw it out there again. Um, did anyone here at TFCon find their, or one of their grails this year? Did anyone make it out big time? Oh. You bought it, though. Oh. Well, that doesn't count. You don't put your hand up! <laughs> no card game for you, sir. <laughs> You know what? The door's unlocked for you. <laughs> it's not. I'm being mean. I'm being facetiously mean. Uh, well, congratulations, y'all. Uh, now, one other question. Anyone here have to spend triple digits to do it? Oh. Well, I spent triple digits on a lot of things. <laughs> Did anyone have to spend quadruple digits to do it? Oh, All right, so high well, rolls. I actually know the answer. What's this? What? <laughs> All right. If we're talking about Grails, I saw that guy on Friday who said he was going to spend quadruple digits. He got a full victory saber sealed. Did he? Was that the same guy? Same guy, yeah. I saw a victory Leo that looked like it was in a beat-up box for 200 bucks, and I was thinking about him, but he clearly made out better. That's incredible. I mean, sure, you say that, but you could have bought that, and then you could have bought that $150 star saber, had the Grail, and... Had it for less. Where was the Star Saber? Um, it was behind the Chosen Prime table. Oh, uh, who looks there? <laughs> that's like a, that's like the back alley of the front of the dealer room. I found, <laughs> I found G2 Bruticus in a back alley, so... Yeah, I know. Where's the black light? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even have to think of that one. That's my problem. <laughs> oh, Seth, save me. If I could interject a new topic. What's yeah. the weirdest thing everybody saw in the dealer room? I'll start. Uh, earlier today, I saw a woman buying two Masterpiece uh, Hot Rod slash Rodimus Primes. 
at the same time. And I felt like asking, what are you doing? Do you need three? That's what was on your mind. Did you find out what was up? No, she just I, she just bought two. And then uh, the kid was like, I want this one. And then she bought a uh, Masterpiece Sideswipe on top of it. And then when she walked away, the guy behind the counter was like, I can't believe somebody just bought two of those. <laughs> Did he wait, or was she still sitting there? No, she, she was out of your shop. Okay. Would have been a big flex to just say that as soon as the money hits your hand. Yeah. <laughs> big snort. Well, as soon as wait. the credit card here, it's like, what are you doing? <laughs> I mean, they're yours now, so it's your burden, but... I just got questions for you. That's when that sign, no refunds, automatically goes back. <laughs> Spring-loaded up from under the table. Uh, I don't know. Start starting from Seth and going onwards. Any other weird stuff? Um, not anything weird that like a specific person did. But I thought that whole thing that Mastermind was doing with the penguins and the little ice cube was kind of weird, and I still don't entirely understand. That was it. Was like a cool weird though. I bought a couple of those. That sounds um, like you have a reason to defend it not being. Yeah, so yeah. No, it was an interesting way to like raffle stuff. But then you also get little, hmm. little neat little penguins. What's wrong with that? I just didn't understand what the penguins were for. It's their mascot. Yeah. It's if you look at Mastermind, it's their... He said it's their mascot. It's their mascot. Okay. Problem solved. Yeah. <laughs> so the weirdest thing that I saw was you this guy that didn't understand what was going on with the penguins. That's not in the dealer room. That's not, that's not allowed. It's in the dealer room. Seth said so. Yeah. <laughs> we're a nation of laws. I don't know. So I saw two very, very weird things. The first one was less weird. It Dog was. Tacos? I, that's a later no, I never topic. saw those, and those weren't in the dealer room. Uh, Wait, you never saw the duck tacos? To be fair, I, I saw them on a menu, but I did not see, like, a physical taco. I, what? Okay, do you like duck? Um, have I eaten duck? Are you, that's a question for you. We don't know. That's why we're asking. Do you like food? <laughs> not really. What's wrong with you? I have seen a duck taco. Well, a picture of one. Okay, the things that I saw was an upscale, like, bright green Real Gear Robot Spy Shot 6, which is the, 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 the digital camera. And it was, it was some ridiculous knockoff. The other one, and I had to take a picture of this one, and I have to look at this picture to tell you what it even is. It's some very strange knockoff combiner in very weird colors, and it's made of Cybertron Ransack and lug nuts as the legs. Uh, Ransack's the normal... Those are normal colors. And orange Cybertron scattershot as an arm. Can I see this? <laughs> I cannot tell what the... Okay, the green one is... The, the, the other arm is this green... It's a Cybertron figure I don't recognize. It was not in the show. Just one of those random... Uh, random basic figures. And then I have no clue what the heck the torso oh, one is. one of them, if, if the art, the art is oddly accurate, one of them might be the old guy from Velocitron. Oh, yeah, that's right, there's breakdowns in there somewhere. And one of them appears to be the small movie scout who was the little dune buggy jeep with the Gatling gun thing. I'm great with names. I saw this. Yeah, Little right. Brother. I, yeah, Little Brother. Yeah. Oh, God, that's old. Oh, God. Uh, I saw this at a glance. 
and I and saw the motorcycle tops. I just assumed this was a really weird like knockoff of Baxinger or something, like a bunch of motorcycles just snatching up. Yo, any Baxinger crew in the house? No. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll ask you later. The craziest thing about it is when I looked at it closely, I could like see the ridiculous mold just from clearly copying the Cybertron figures. Like the the, the how do you spell that? Yeah. B B L E U G H C H. But nah, take a few vowels out of there. Canadian spelling. It it was uh, it was certainly a bizarre sight, and it was fifteen dollars. I almost bought it to like send it to some toy reviewer. Not you, because you would take two years to review it. Free, thank you. I had someone walk up to me today and say, "Hey, I just wanted to know, uh, Studio Series Devastator review. Would that be before uh, five years from now or after five years from now?" So I was like, "Well, the instructions for the one I got says some of them are coming out late 2020, and we're not going to get around from that. <laughs> it's all a ruse, so I have no answer." 2020 is not a year. What are you talking about? Yeah, that's like some fictional science fiction thing about science. How about you? Any, uh, any odd stuff you saw in the dealer room? Honest, I was in front of voice actors, literally. Oh, uh, Michael Horn, the guy who does the voice for Chip Chase. Mm-hmm. Somebody today, because I guess there's an episode where Chip rips up a floppy disk. <laughs> Somebody brought a stack of floppy disks in front of him to sign. <laughs> <laughs> I thought this was going to go in a different direction. Okay. <laughs> this is a better direction. I thought someone was going to be standing there with their arms crossed waiting for him to rip the floppy design. <laughs> Come on, you did it on the show! Let me briefly tell you all how this was laid out. So the podcast roundtable folks, we were all sitting lengthwise along two side-by-side tables. There's a space and then another pair of side-by-side tables, and no one was sitting at them. Uh... Unrelated, for now, this is also the point where I realized that somebody from one more podcast had entered the room and was in the audience, and I wanted to make sure they were sitting in the right chair. Before we start throwing things again, I want to get someone out of the crowd who shouldn't be receiving gifts because he's supposed to be up here. Yeah, get out of the crowd. Leave. I see someone over there on his phone. Uh, I would like him to come over here for a sec because he he's someone I would welcome on this panel because he's a podcaster. Um, this is this is our Aaron version two. Uh, oh, we're doing it! I'm so happy. <laughs> we have an exile. Sorry. When we when we got in here, I really do want to be around you guys. But, you know, it's kind of packed over there. You did also mention the whole bathing thing beforehand, so... Ah, oh, man, I apologize for that. That's rude of me, actually. Yeah. It's all right, as long as you keep distance. You know? yeah, yeah. They are all sitting over there. You're, you'll... I'm fine over here. Hi, I'm Aaron. Uh, <laughs> nice, to, nice to meet everybody. Uh, thanks for bringing me up. Yeah, no worries. This is weird. I, when we came in here on Friday and I saw the two sets of tables... It was my dream that we would have, like I get to talk to someone from across this table, all the way over. I didn't know that mic was still there, so I don't have to share a mic. That's <laughs> yeah. Okay, it's at this point that someone in the front row uh, got some water down the wrong pipe and started choking, only briefly, but it was just enough to throw us off our game for a second or twelve. However, we uh, rebounded, and the panel continued with 
incredible amounts of forward-facing empathy. Yeah, water. water is oddly dangerous. Um, Number one careful. cause of drownings. Sorry. <laughs> when I was on this panel uh, last year, uh, you offered, Chris, you offered me some nuts. And this, I had a nut that got lodged in my throat while I was up here. And I had like low-key, if there's video of it, watch it. Because I was choking up the nut. Is this something that's an appropriate statement? <laughs> no, hey, I'm trying to lop some softballs. Seth is just sitting there looking like, is he actually saying these words? What do I do? What I was going to say is that I cut something out of a podcast episode recently where I was wishing Aaron safe travels, and he wished me safe travels, and then I said, I actually was wishing the listener safe travels, not you. And then he said, well, I hope you get on to, uh, what was it? 737 Max 8. It was just being grounded. I was like, that seemed a little bit soon, and then I chickened out and cut it out at the end of the podcast. That's some explicit content for all of you. You doing all right? Okay. No, no, how dare you (laughs) After several hours of ribbing the poor fellow for apologizing for choking, Aaron offered him a gift of one of the things he was going to throw at the crowd, and then threw it at him. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, Aaron just poked his eye out. (laughs) Yes, so you went to the panel. Someone started choking, and then Aaron threw things at him. (laughs) This will make it better. And then another podcaster <laughs> sat down at another table and started talking about choking on things himself. <laughs> that, was, that was probably inappropriate as well. I do need to finish introducing Aaron V2 from the Autopod Decepticast at some point. Aaron, uh, Aaron V2. Um, V2, yes. Sorry. See, I'm saying Aaron V2. Aaron V2. Myself, did I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, Aaron V2 from the Decepticast. Auto about the Transformers movie. Shameless plug. Pod Decepticast. I almost got it wrong. And thank 86, you. 86 Catch movie, it. not the 2000 movie. Sorry, right now. Yeah. By the way, go check that podcast out. If you were around in Chicago, I basically spent half the panel saying, so anyway, sorry, I want to interrupt everyone. Aaron, tell me more about that podcast because I thought it was fascinating. Uh, they went through it, it was a minute at a time. Yeah, minute by minute. Uh, took about 85 episodes to talk about an 85 minute movie. And uh, Wow! If you want to go deep into that movie, we, we go deep. And uh, I'm sorry, you don't have this isn't a question, but I'm just going to go ahead and take control here. I met Ron Friedman today, so based on that, or yesterday I actually interviewed him for about a couple hours out at the pool with the command. It was romantic, and uh, that that was a, that was a holy grail moment for me to be have the opportunity to meet that gentleman. BS with him. Dilly's always around. Dilly is imminently available, but uh, Ron Friedman is, uh, is, it felt like a get, so that's my, that's my That's Dilly of Flint Dilly fame. <laughs> that's right. Uh, he's not what's the Dilly fame. Yeah, that's a different, that's a different thing entirely. Uh, that's the fellow who was doing, in case you were around, is anyone here for the Five Faces of Darkness yes. uh, commentary sesh? Uh, how many hours was that? <laughs> <laughs> I like three. Okay, so I like A that no one knows, <laughs> and B that the first reaction was. Oh. <laughs> I just call it five hours of darkness panel. Yeah. <laughs> I heard it was solid. That's why I'm making fun of it because I'm jealous. <laughs> um, so yeah, well, welcome. This is very prolonged, but welcome, uh, Aaron V. Thank you uh, up here. Um, I was happy to see you in the bar. And then I was like, get on my no, panel. Nobody is happy to see me in the bar. I was happy! 
I was all cheery and like, there's my buddy. I'm happy to see you too, Aaron. Hi. You still matter. <laughs> what about everyone else at this table, Chris? Do we matter? Well, you know. Fishing. <laughs> fishing for compliments. That's pretty sad. I mean, the two people at my table are real cool. Y'all can sort the rest out. I, I mean, I podcast with them all the time. You know. Not anymore. Oh, that's all right. I'll make it work. Did you all know one time I had a podcast recording and my audio died, but everyone else's was fine? So I went through and hand dubbed myself back into the podcast in real time. And it was really fun once. And most of the responses were, oh, you should do this more often. And I was like, that seems like a weird reaction to this. It's better when you're not really in the room. Because <laughs> it wasn't like I was being subtle. Most of the time I was going like, yeah, I think during this pause I was talking about something and it was taking way longer than I thought it would. Then you'd just start talking. Yeah. And I'd be like, oh, I forgot Aaron cut in on me during that. Except he probably didn't. I was probably done by then. So uh, we are now at the stage. Is there, uh, before we throw something, does anyone have any other initial questions for us about life? Transformers. Podcasting. Podcasting. Yeah, we do that. Oh, podcasting got the hands up. Uh, You're all settled about life. <laughs> Did ask about the chairs again? He had a life question. Uh, we'll get, okay, we'll do the podcast and then the life, and then we'll throw some things. Podcasting. Uh, how, uh, how do you just? How are you able to just continually put out a podcast and not get burnt out? <laughs> Well, I talk off topic as much as I can get away with. But that's how I do it. I just don't tell anybody that. I'll, I'll let you know figure that out. I think part of it is that you just keep doing it and you reduce your editing workload so that it is feasible every now and then to just say, front, back, go! Uh, and you get okay with the idea that, especially if it's a weekly podcast, if one of them goes real wrong, that's fine because you're about to do 51 more of them until you know that day has come around one more time. Uh, one of the worst things that will cause the most burnout is trying to over-edit your podcast a whole lot. What a wonderful thing to hear myself say while I'm over-editing this podcast in order to get over this speed bump in my process and get back to editing the other 800 podcasts that have stacked up since then. Thanks, past Chris. Thanks so much. I'm glad that you're March Chris, because that means you're dead and I'm alive. Uh, it's, it's, and it's the most natural thing to do because you're suddenly in control of making yourself sound smart the last by not part. never saying um, never saying no, never, like I just did. Uh, like I can go back and cut that out. Uh, you know, you can cut uh, all those things yeah. out. Then after a year, you'd be like, man, podcasting's too hard. How does anyone do this? Uh, so that's, a, that's kind of my own way. Really, it's like, you know, it, it's a thing that I enjoy. It's a person I enjoy talking with, people I enjoy talking with, topics I enjoy. You know, I like that we have TCG because I enjoy this. It's finding the thing that that uh, that you can continue to be happy about and and share that enthusiasm about. Versus if it's you know trying to you know drag on with some topic that you just don't enjoy anymore, then you're just being mean to yourself. I like that Aaron said he likes podcasting with me. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, but it also, excuse me. It also helps when there's like a refresh in the lines, like uh, one movie lines end and then siege starts, and it's 
then then you can have a new take on that same character that yeah. you've like if you were only going to be talking about G1 Optimus Prime for 10 years straight you would definitely want to chop your own head off <laughs> and become a headmaster <laughs> a very difficult not to say dangerous thing to attempt it's really on topic that what you were just saying there I just want to point that out yeah, I, I try every time okay. but like and then when you get to something like animated that it is all these familiar characters but they did like try to be more different like Prime wasn't like the infallible leader he was kind of a low tier like just led this group sort of a thing and um, that that really freshens things up too and gets exciting to, to build on that I would say that you, you do and will get burnt out but it's on you as a creator to figure out how to get yourself out of that route or out of that rut and that's part of the creative process right it's trying to figure out how you switch things up, do things differently, keep it interesting for yourself, make it fun for you and other people, because people don't want to hear you say the same shit all day long in their parking life, sorry. Uh, no, this uh, is live, the, those rules you are... You don't want to do the same stuff all day long either, and so, uh, you know, it's, it's a weird thing to say that part of the fun is dealing with those ruts and how you get yourself out of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like if you go back on our show and listen to the early episodes, the format's totally different. Like, <laughs> we, we break things into different groups. We switch the orders topics. around. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what with new pick picks? Yeah. yeah. Everyone pick something. Yeah. What that, was it that, that was rough? Like because I'd like get home from work just a couple of minutes before we were going to be starting, and then I'm like scrolling up and down the front page of TFW, just trying to find something that I vaguely cared about. You'd pick three things. You'd be like, yeah, this one, and I guess these other two. Yeah. And then by yeah. the time yeah. it'd come yeah. around to you, you'd be yeah. on like number four, number four. Uh, I don't know that a comic book came out like it does every month. Uh, or what was the uh, the one hour, 48 minute and seven second Garage Band requirement oh, or whatever on, it was. Early on in our podcast, that version of Garage Band would not let you work with the file, no matter what you put into it. The, the project file had to end at one hour and six minutes or something like that. Uh, and that was a nightmare. Speaking of nightmare editing, we'll record. It'll be fine. I'll fix it in post. Now I just have to trim the podcast down to 66 minutes. That's why when people talk about, like, oh, podcasts are long, podcasts are whatever, I'm like, no, it's because they don't want to sit there trying to, like, hand craft a 60-minute experience for you that they're going to do every single week. They're just going to talk, and you're going to turn it on probably while you're in the car or in the shower <laughs> or going to sleep or baking. You're going to do all kinds of things other than just sit there staring straight forward listening to the podcast. Unless, actually, Wait, that's, that's not how you... I know what? I've talked to these little guys who says they actually do kind of like focus in on the podcast. Uh, so I told them they're the outlier and I appreciate that. Because <laughs> um, I don't know how to do that. I have my, my attention span for something with no visual addition is like, well, good, that's the audio. Now I can go provide my own visual. Like, I'll go and cook while I listen to the podcast with these headphones on. And before Bluetooth headphones, that was a disaster. So, <laughs> thank goodness for Bluetooth headphones. Uh, I'm just going to chop up these onions. Whoa. Uh, speaking of, uh, of how we like to stay all, like, switching things up and, and, like, you know, don't stay in the same format, not only should we start throwing things out, but I think I'm going to switch up the format slightly. I just want <clears throat> to... I want to know what it's like. <laughs> I, can't, I can't let anyone have something for themselves. You made a horrible mistake, Chris. You've left your laptop exposed. 
Suffice to say, between me going across the room, even with a microphone there, and then the table I was at, all getting right into hurling loads of things at the crowd, this part as an audio-only podcast is completely unsalvageable. So we're just going to fast forward to the final section of the panel. Over there at the table, y'all, are things running okay over there? Yes, yes, I'm monitoring the chat very closely. Yes. All right, how's the chat going, Seth? Um, there's something being very disruptive. Is it you? <laughs> no, it has a different screen name. Is it Miguel? It's probably Miguel. He's been texting me. All right. Well, thank you for running the chat, Seth. Uh, I think it's Vangelis. <laughs> oh, that guy. <laughs> We're about to hit the limit of when they would like us to be here. we got about six minutes left. Yeah, packing chairs up. Yeah. I did so, notice that. If anyone has any lingering final questions, we can take two. One from there, you with your hand up immediately. Did you get the toilet samurai? It was gone when I got there. I saw it so many times. How was it gone when you got there? Oh, it's an unofficial toilet. No, it was gone when I got there. And over at this side of the room, does anyone have any questions? Want to pan back? I'll pan back. You're there. I just want to apologize about earlier. Don't apologize! It's fine. How how dare you try to kill yourself with water by accident? Never apologize for choking. That's what the the non-choking people want you to do. Did did you fart while you were choking? (laughs) Well, then you're cool. You're cool then. You're good. Although FYI, like, it's pretty, fart's a pretty funny word. That is. Yeah, thank you. So I want to thank all the podcasters for coming out. Uh, Thanks, especially Yoshi and Aaron, uh, who came up after and went like, "Hey, could you please come up to the podcast panel? We have an open seat for you and everything. We'd love to have you here." Sorry, I didn't realize how I didn't realize how genuine that invite was. Thank you. I'm here at the table by myself. Hey, hey, Eric. Plenty of, plenty of excellent. We'd love to have you at the podcast. That's what I need. Stroke the ego. Isn't it amazing how easy he goes into condescending somebody named Aaron? It's like a reflex. Yeah. Yoshi, thanks for coming out as well. Yes, sir. Uh, obviously, thanks to uh, our fine folks from Steel City Bots and Audio Nights Theater. Our podcast is called the Figure Nights Theater. Damn it! Dare Audio Nights talking about figures. I knew I'd get something wrong between those names, but I was trying really hard. It's how you program it. I got Steel City Bots correct. Correct. I was going to do a thing where I say it's actually Steel City Boots, but then I realized that's not that funny, and I stopped myself, except I did it anyways. It's a look behind the curtain. That's different. I think that's solid. I also want to thank uh, Seth for finally coming to one of these roundtable panels. Oh, yes, thank you. Uh, I'm glad to be one of these, It was like just us. It was just us. And yeah. then we got boring, so we had to bring in more interesting people. Yep. <laughs> and as always, of course, thanks uh, to uh, the person who helped me the most in all these things I do from year to year. My mom, who's sitting up there. <laughs> I like singling her out because she blushes. <laughs> Yeah, you're not totally turning red right now. Look, even her hair is. Look. <laughs> uh, and also, thanks, Aaron. Yeah, you're welcome. You know what? Um, 
So thank you all for coming out to this thing. Uh, we're not going to delay this any, any longer. I'm sure a lot of you are hungry and should be eating. No, we didn't do it. Okay, emergency topic. Duck tacos. Duck tacos. We almost forgot. Duck. I just realized. The duck tacos are really good. They're at the outside bar. Uh, there's like an avocado on it. There's some beans. The duck is like really, really like lean, but it's got like a kind of barbecue-y crisp texture on the outside. Did you have them yet? Uh, they're gamey. It's it's duck. Well, I mean, what did you what what? It's, it's, it's duck. Yes, of course, duck is gamey. I don't want to that flavor for a while. Those duck tacos are real. If, you, if you're able to try them out, if that's in your dietary needs, if that's just what you're into, they're at the bar. They're really good. They're like twelve bucks. They changed my life. Uh, this was duck taco food. Yeah, this is Duck Taco Con. See, y'all over there. Try the Duck Tacos. Thank you. Uh, also, if you want to check out Yoshi's Blacklight thing, it is chilling out there. Uh, we're going to be packing up. But thank you all for coming out here. Thank you for sticking around for all of our Add all that up. I don't know what the f it means, but you got some badass perpetrators now here to stay.